Welcome to Rise and Thrive. Join me as we explore today's episode. Hello, it's a beautiful Saturday and welcome back uh, to Rise and Thrive. And I'm so glad that you could make time to join me for this wisdom conversation. And I am super excited about what God is about to do in our lives today through this broadcast. And today we will be having wisdom conversations around the topic, the thriving woman on point. I can't wait for you and I to draw wisdom from this woman of God that has come all the way from the United States to join us here on Rise and Thrive. So please join me to make welcome today our special guest, Reverend Pauline Musonda. You are welcome to Rise and Thrive today. We are so glad you could make time. Thank you. Always a pleasure, always a pleasure. I have known uh, Reverend Pauline Musonda for a long time and it's just so exciting uh, to just have her make time to be with the Rise and Thrive family. I will introduce her to those that don't know her, to those that already know her, you can have a double dose of who this powerful <laughs> woman is. So Reverend Pauline Musonda is a passionate and dedicated worshiper, songwriter, and speaker. She is married to Reverend Gladson Musonda and they are based in Dallas, Texas. They have two adult children. An ordained minister in good standing, she has been recognized as a United Nations Golden Rule Peace Ambassador and an outstanding servant leader. She is co-founder of Surge International Ministries whose mission is touching heaven changing earth. I love that. The Surge team facilitates times of equipping and hosting the presence of God, which extends an invitation to experience that revelation of God in people's lives, exposing and establishing truth about their destiny and purpose, adding value to them and ultimately their community. Together with her husband, she hosts the prophetic intercession hour every Friday with a global prayer movement for the nations. They leave out the Go mandate by partnering in a number of humanitarian outreaches in the city of Dallas, as well as Livingston, Lusaka, and Kitwe in Zambia, as God gives the increase. They are also actively involved in the local church, serving in worship and prayer. This includes building and reigniting marriages, coaching the couples to do marriage God's way. She's perspicacious in coaching women to be resolute, resilient, and resourceful, empowering them to live life on point. Seeing people break out of limitation to transform their situations, bringing new life and healing is her passion. Let's show her some love. Let's welcome Reverend Pauline Mosonda to Rise and Thrive. And we are talking about the thriving woman on point. Just in case there's someone out there that came out of curiosity to say, who is this woman on point? How can she thrive? And uh, maybe give us a definition to kick off the discussion of who is the thriving woman on point. Thank you. I'd love that. Oh, before we go further, the thriving woman on point. 
wanting to give you a definition of that because um, after some years, I came to realize that English is not English in every area, in every <laughs> territory. English has its own characteristics. So I want us to be on the same page here so that the definition that we're looking at is the same as what I am thinking so that we'll be able to communicate properly. So now, when I looked up thriving in the dictionary, I was taken to just look at the synonyms. That's the, the words that, are, that can describe thriving instead. So just reading them, just listening to it, you go, thriving is booming. Thriving is flourishing. Thriving is developing, growing, healthy, prosperous, robust, wealthy, advancing, blooming, cooking, progressing, prospering, roaring, rolling, doing well, going strong, having made, home free, on top of heat, prolific, rich, and sitting pretty. Oh my goodness. Ooh, I love that. I love that. You know, so if you are thriving, I mean, when you look, at, you are flourishing, you are growing, you are prosperous. Oh, don't get me started. So, woman. You go, girl. I tell you, woman. I'm sure here, there's some of the men who are going to look up this, we're going to say, well, I, this, this has nothing to do with me. I'm a man. Yes, but woman, I want you to see woman in a, in a different sense. Add to who you know woman. Most of the times when we look at woman, we are thinking of the female species, the girl, the female, that's the woman. But that is the greater of all these others. I want you to think of the earth. The earth is woman. I want you to think of a country. A nation is woman. Nature is woman. And so who is woman? I'll give you my definition. Woman is that which is able to receive seed, incubate for a season, and bring out fruit yeah. that is full of seed. So Hallelujah. let me say that again. Woman is that which receives seed and now incubates for a season and brings out fruit full of seed. Wow. So now have that in your mind as you're thinking of the thriving woman on point. Looking up on point, actually, it, I wanted to gravitate on, on point according to the law and according to the military. And it says that um, on point means applying directly to the topic under consideration. The topic under consideration right now is the woman on point. Mm -hmm. And in the military, it is to be, to be on point means to take a lead role in an operation or to be ready for action. So right now fasten your seatbelt and we are going to be ready for action once we know exactly what it is and um uh, uh pastor diana do you want me to read the scripture that which we are basing this on oh yes yes go ahead let's go right into it great so we're talking about um isaiah 54 the first verses. Um, before I read it, I want let me give you a, a little brief background of this. This is the time when God was speaking to the children of Israel when they were in captivity. They were in captivity and they 
they were all subdued and these words God was speaking to them showing them that there is going to come a time when they will not be in this captivity but he was telling them this they were still bound and I believe this is a truth when God speaks a truth he watches it to perform it so this truth is real for us today as well he spoke it to them then it is ours today you say i'm not i'm not from israel i'm not jew yes you are not but jesus put that bridge there when jesus came and died and rose again he afforded us the chance to be able to accept and take that place and be adopted as sons of god so that we can partake in this thing that we're talking about today so now what does the Bible say? Let's read. It says, I'm looking at um, English Standard Version. Sing, O barren one who did not bear, break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not been in labor. Remember the definition of woman. Don't just limit it to a woman biologically having a child. We are talking about woman as in that who takes in seed incubates and gives it back after a season full of seed gives out a fruit so now for the children of the desolate one will be more than the children of her who is married says the lord enlarge the place of your tent and let the curtains of your habitation be stretched out do not hold back Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes, for you will spread abroad to the right and to the left, and your offspring will possess the nations and will and will people the desolate cities. Okay, I'll end there because we need to unpack that before we go any further. Looking at what Isaiah is talking about, as God was the one who revealed this to the children of Israel. We come to a point where we it reminds us of the book of beginnings in Genesis. When God created man and woman, he said he created the male and female and he blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply, replenish and subdue the earth and have dominion. I don't know if you can see mm. this. It, it gets me so excited. So mm. please bear with me if I go too fast. I will be able to bring us back together again. But <laughs> let me bring this to your attention. Uh, Pastor Diana can help me get slower when I get too excited. So. No, you go. <laughs> you so, go. I know God has put so much in you. I am just, I'm just like a sponge, like a sponge. You go. You Praise just keep digging in. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now I've gotten the go ahead. So let's jump in. Sing, O barren one, you who did not bear. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not been in labor. When you looking at Genesis, it says be fruitful and multiply. Why? Because God had given them seed. He had made plants. He had made and he, the Bible says that he made these plants to be in Eden and these were trees who were bearing fruit after its own kind but after the fall the the ground was cursed and now with the ground being cursed the fruit was going to be difficult to get to the woman her ground is the womb 
that is why it was difficult to get to because now to have a child was going to come with so much pain and this was because of the fall but here god is speaking to the children of israel way after that because he was making a way to want to show that he has already taken care of this from the foundations of the earth the bible says that jesus was crucified from the foundations of the earth and now here god had already provided a way out the children of israel were being encouraged come on this is it now it is our turn to be encouraged be fruitful and multiply be fruitful the the seed you have they there are some people who say wait a minute I, I'm not even married. I, I don't have children. Oh, I, I am married and I'm, I'm barren. I, I don't have children. I'm this barren and I'm never going to have children. Oh, wait a minute. I did have it. I did have children, but they are gone. Oh, wait a minute. Um, uh, I, I want to have children, but it's not coming around. Um, I would like to submit to you that I believe that God has helped me have a glimpse of all those situations where someone has a child and the child dies and there is no more to be had in that instant. I have experienced a little of that. So I would have a glimpse in that to say, wait a minute, you still have seed that has been given to you. And now someone would say, I had a child, I carried, but then would not carry full term because the child died because the environment was not good enough. I've had that experience as well. So I have a glimpse, I'm not speaking to you from a place where I just read about the experience. I have been there. I've been there where I really desire a child and it's not coming and it's not coming. And I reach at that place where I go, okay, fine. Maybe for me, my portion is not children. So I've been there as well. So I understand that perspective and the pain that a woman goes through during those different stages. Or maybe you have a child, the child lives for a little time and the child dies. I've experienced that too. So you're in good company. So when I'm able to bring this to you, I am saying this because I know it can happen to you in such a wonderful way and God be able to bring you to bring out fruit and then you're going to thrive. So we are talking about thriving woman on point. You cannot thrive if you're not on point. You must be on point to thrive because when everything is in place, you are prospering. You have to replenish and subdue and do it all over again to be fruitful. So when I say that the time that I had, I have two children, thank God, and those two children are like fruit that have brought forth. But the gifts that God has given to me, the seed that God has placed in me, I am to multiply myself and multiply myself in my children so that my children, when they grow, they have their own, um, they have their own marriages. What I had multiplied in myself, now they are multiplying in the others. What, can you see how that is going? I am having dominion because mm. now it's not just two children. Now it's my children are theirs and their own. They have two or four children and those children, all the, the gifts and the seed that God has planted within me are, are fleshed out in their lives, making it multiple, multiple and multiple and multiple fruit. That's giving me dominion in this sphere because everyone who is going to come around me, everyone who's going to come around my clan, 
is going mm. to be exposed to the love of God. So let's go forward. Now we're talking about, I was talking about biological fruit. I was talking about biological children. Now here, the Bible says, sing O barren one. It does not, some, some, some translations say sing O barren woman, but this one says sing O barren one because even a man can be barren. We talked about a woman being, being femina, mm. a woman, earth. Earth is given seed, and out of the seed it has, it brings out fruit. That's how come we have food to eat. A country is recognized as a woman because a country has its citizens, and the citizens put into what they are supposed to do. And when they work it out, the country begins to develop, and that it starts taking dominion. Yes, nature, come on. nature says, says the same thing. And the church as well is woman because Jesus has placed so much seed in the church. He has given the apostles, some to be pastors, some to be teachers, some to be evangelists, for all this seed, for them to be able to bring forth fruit and that fruit to dominate, to subdue and dominate. So I'm talking about doing and dominating from Genesis. I'm going back now to our topic for today, our scripture that we're looking at. Barrenness can be defined as unproductive. Now let's look at barrenness in the general sense. Unproductive, empty of meaning, empty of value, uh, being habitually failing, lacking interest or charm. That's barrenness. Lacking inspiration, lacking ideas. That's barrenness. Being too poor to produce anything much. That's barrenness. Showing no results at all. So showing no achievements, that is barrenness. And I've come to realize that with what the world has gone through, there has been so much that has happened on the earth. Right now, there's so mm. much uncertainty. There's so much difficulty. Oh, yes. There is oh, yes. so much not knowing. There is yeah. so much poor to produce mm. much because things have changed. The businesses that were thriving before COVID are not thriving anymore. Some have closed their doors. Some are not there anymore. And families, families have lost key key members in the family. And all these things that have happened to our world today has pushed us to a place where everything is not the same and will never be the yeah. same ever again. So now we have to find a place to thrive there mm. and to start to know how to thrive in this environment because the environment itself is barren yeah it is barren so for us to thrive in that environment we need to be able to start from somewhere and where are we going to start mm. from it's a mm. decision yeah isaiah gave us these four ways in which to upgrade four ways in which to thrive the first one, if you remember, with the scripture as we read, it says, Sing! Yeah. Sing, O barren one. You who did not bear, break forth into singing and cry aloud. Singing. I, oh my God, I love to sing. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear a song coming on. <laughs> oh, you can say that again. Sing, O barren. Sing, O barren. When I'm excited, I sing. When I'm sad, I sing. When I am lonely, I sing. We yeah. sing. That's the only thing. But then the what you sing is what's going to determine the way forward. Because right now we're talking about barrenness. Yeah. So yeah. the words, the words, the words, the words, the words. 
Mm. Singing is vocalizing words melodically. I'll say that again. Singing is vocalizing words melodically. So for you to be empowered, you need to be able to sing the words of God because there is power in the words that you speak. Yeah. The mouth is what has the power of life and death and mm. everyone who wants to eat of it will, will have the fruit of it when you use it. So you are going mm. to use it to sing. Sing what? Sing praises. Praises to God. You acknowledge who He is because that is humbling yourself. When you humble yourself and say, God is my provider. God is the Lord most high. God created the heavens and what can be too hard for God. Come on, can you see where that is leading you? You reach a place where you now have faith rising up because you can hear. As you are hearing the song that you are singing, you can hear the words of God and faith begins to rise up within you so that you'll be able to now see and understand your situation and know how to get out of it because the major part of it has been given to God. Faith is obedience. So here the word of God is saying, sing. Don't come up with an excuse. No, my voice is bad. No, but God created you. He knows mm. what extent your voice is. And most of the time it's because we are comparing ourselves to others. That's why we think we can't sing. But as far as God is concerned, every voice is voc- can vocalize melodically a word that he has revealed. I'm talking about, I love to sing. Singing brings us to a place of worship. Usually we always think of worship when you sing in church. Worship, you sing. Why do you sing? When you sing, there is a revelation of God that comes about. And if you listen to the introduction, that is that is my core heart, to see God revealed. And when God is revealed, for example, he's revealed to you as your provider. He reveals to himself to you as your provider. It says, on the mountain of the Lord, it shall be provided. When you see that the Lord has come through for you, when you see that the Lord, even if it's not you, he has come through for someone else. That is testimony enough for you to be able to see the revelation of God. And when you see that revelation of God in your singing, it's an invitation for you to partake in that revelation because God has revealed himself as the provider. He has revealed himself as the healer. So if he has revealed himself as the healer, you are sick. Why not step into that revelation and experience the healing? Because that is why God is there. And when you do experience it, why not sing? Even if you have not seen it yet, sing because God is there to perform to perform the word that he has spoken he already says that every word that comes that every word that comes from the mouth of god that is what we live by mm-hmm. so in ecclesiastes 8 4 it says for the word of the king is supreme and mm-hmm. who may say to him what are you doing yeah mm-hmm. we are kings yeah we are kings so if you are going to sing to the Lord. You are a king in that moment and you are supreme in the heavens and on the earth and in the underworld and no one will question what you are going to do because you are bringing out the word of the Lord. You are king. Remember, be fruitful, multiply, replenish and subdue the earth. Have dominion. And God says we are a royal priesthood a holy nation. So here the singing, the singing brings about, the the melodies that you make bring about your priesthood because now you're acknowledging Mm. God as God. 
Wow. And then when you proclaim his word, wow. you are actually being king and taking your place because Jesus said that all authority has been given to me in heaven, in earth, and in the underworld. And because of that, Jesus had given, he said, and I give it to you, mm. to us, to you and me, Pastor. Mm. He has given mm. us that authority. Mm. And with no excuses, nothing, no apologies, you stand and declare. No one, Mm. your spirit in nothing is going to actually ask, what are you doing? Because it's already established. And in Job 22, he said, you shall also decide and decree a thing, and it shall be established for you, and the light of God's favor shall mm. shine upon your ways. Can you hear that? Wow. The light of wow. God's favor shall shine upon wow. your ways because you are singing the words that are describing Ooh. it. Bring uh, it to life. Wow. Hallelujah. Uh, I love that. Hallelujah. You know, you're talking about praise and, and mm-hmm. I... <laughs> Uh, it's just electrifying to hear you talk about praise in such a way because you know when i think of psalm 34 um Mm -hmm. it talks about uh you know all magnify the lord with me let us exalt his name together you know i i look at praise and singing praises to god as a weapon of warfare You know, it it reminds me of Paul and Silas in Acts chapter 16. Uh, You know, when they were singing and praising and the prison doors opened. There's something that singing the word of God does, singing the greatness of God does. It brings in a certain level of power that begins to shift things in your situation. You know, uh, I love Psalm 34 verse 3 to 4. You know, it says, come magnify the Lord with me. When you magnify him, you are making him greater than your situation. You are, you know, like you've said, we we sit as kings and priests. And when we speak, we are speaking from that position. Mm -hmm. And so when we magnify God, you know, the situations that cause us to feel small have to bow. The situations that rob us of that, you know, position as women on point has Mm -hmm. to bow. But it comes from what proceeds from your mouth. You see, yes. there are different kinds of songs. Hey, Reverend, you you can you, you have songs that you sing at funerals. You have songs that you sing at weddings in celebration. So the question here, you know, as I as I come in a little bit, is what song are you singing? Yeah. Because that's going to determine where you sit. You know, mm-hmm. um, in in the story of life. When you find yourself in a place where um, you are challenged as a child of God, what song do you sing? Do you join the enemy in singing, you know, destruction? Or do you say, come, let us magnify the Lord? Because you know that when you magnify the Lord, he occupies that space. He fills the situation with his presence. And there's no way you can remain in defeat when God steps in in that way. So I I am just excited thinking about, you know, when we begin to praise, what begins to happen in the spiritual realm and in our physical atmosphere, things begin to shift. Ah, ah, so, so exciting. Amen, amen, amen. So now the question comes to, so what do we do? Okay, I Mm. sing. For you to reach that place to sing the right words, 
because not every word that is in the word of God applies to your situation. Yeah. There is a word for every situation and that is quickened by the Holy Spirit. He will show you. The, uh, Jesus said that I will send the helper and he will lead you into all truth. He will tell you about me. Who is mm. me? The word. He will tell you about the word. He will reveal the word to you and he will reveal the truth. And the Bible says that there's nothing that we can do against the truth, but for the truth. So mm. there's nothing we can do against Jesus, but for Jesus. And uh, that is what the Holy Spirit has brought. Ooh, and, the, and the singing will bring I, you there. Mm. The singing will bring you there. So mm. now, what does Isaiah say? So to know the word, you have to evaluate your position. Right yeah. now, all of us have been through this turmoil, this this mm. thing that happened to the earth, this thing that happened to our nations. And um, it's time to evaluate. Evaluate where I where are you? Where am I? What what is happening to me? Evaluate and then redefine where you want to go. Redefine where you want to go in the light of the word that has been revealed to you. For he says, sing, oh barren. Oh barren, what are you barren of? Yeah. What is it that's lacking in your life? Uh, mm. Some are barren because they are barren of a husband. They're looking for a husband. Some are mm. barren because they are barren for a child. They want a child. Some are Come barren on. because there is no finances. Some oh, yes. are barren because they were aspiring in political mm. office and did not get it. Some are barren because they have they are looking for seed and they want mm. to go and you know get mm. into into certain business uh, arenas and they cannot they do not have access. They they that barrenness. What mm. barrenness? Come around you you need mm. to know what that is so that you can have a song hallelujah have a song so that when you have that song now you are going to say for the lord is good and his mercies endure forever jehoshaphat said that and all hallelujah and he did not even have to raise a finger they were dead by the time he came to the battle hallelujah that's our god that's our god come on he is he is a good god everything is here for us we just Hallelujah. need to look and be able to humble ourselves before him. The Come humility on. comes in when you say, Lord, I can't do this by myself. Mm. Because when you sit down and think right now, you you know what, with the world, the things are going, it's not mm. so much as what school you went to, what credentials you have. Look yeah. at the young ones who are on online. They're making good money. They have not mm. even gone to a college. They yeah. don't, some of them don't even know what, but they have just gotten this, this skill that they know how to go about on online and do A, B, C, D, uh, touch this button, touch that button, and they are making money there. So things have changed. What we mm. traditionally knew is not there anymore. So we have to come to terms with that and then evaluate, okay, where do I fit in here? Holy Spirit, open my mind. Show me what I need to do. Show me how I need to go about this. And then be able to chart a course forward. Mm. How do you chart a course forward? The Bible mm. says, enlarge the place of your tent. Mm. Enlarge this place of your tent and stretch out your curtains. Most people right now, because of what has happened, we are confined. Because you know, staying one over one year, two years indoors is confining. 
it yeah. is so confining that you cannot even see what large is yeah. you know the bible talks about you he will lift you up your boundary lines have fallen in pleasant places and he's re- mm-hmm. lifted you up to a large place some people have you know what jesus said that my father has uh, mansions mm-hmm. but because of the experiences of life none of us can really fathom and experience even something close to what mansions is so we are living in little homes in front of a screen we are not <laughs> we don't have that inspiration to see the big mansions why yeah. it's because we're just getting by everyone now is not even wanting to dress up wanting to look pretty yeah. everyone oh, is just in, 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 in you yeah. know what you call <laughs> shorts and pants and uh, yeah. just wanting to look drab because they've gotten used to that when you're in your yeah. home you're not exposed to anybody I mean I'm mm. why should I get dressed up and, and everybody understands because everyone is in the house come on you need to change you need to get mm-hmm. to a place mm-hmm. where you enlarge the place of your tent mm. this mm-hmm. is mm. my tent Mm. everybody has this tent you yeah. have to enlarge the place of your tent because your body is a temple of the holy spirit mm-hmm. what is in there that is hindering the holy spirit from shining through so mm-hmm. if it is sin enlarge the place of your tent get it out yeah. you know all you need to do is just repent and get your father cleanse mm-hmm. me i'm ready for this new new thing out there get it out so mm-hmm. that the place is enlarged mm-hmm. and when there is no sin everything that you ask for everything that you speak in that singing will become alive because mm-hmm. the word of god says that um my hand is not too short to save yeah neither is my ear too dull to hear but your mm-hmm. sin has separated you from me so mm-hmm. your sin will separate you from god because mm-hmm. you are holding on to sin you are holding on to this small thinking you are holding mm. on to making yourself you know uh, be confined because mm. of what what has happened everyone is a little bit timid with going out mm. but you know what you need to pull the tents down mm. just spread out from every angle and every area and Come get on. out He says, straight out your curtains. Mm. The curtains mm. have been drawn. Nobody wants it. You call people, you buy food, and you ask your DoorDash to come and bring the food, and they leave it at the door because everything <laughs> has been closed in. Come on, open those windows. Wow. Let light in. Because it, it, it just on. reflects mm. on your body. Your body mm. needs light. And mm. the light that comes to you is the light of the Word of God. The singing. Mm. The singing, oh, barren mm. one. Let that mm. light come through into your vicinity. Stretch out yes. your curtains. You know when you stretch out the curtains yeah. in the mm. morning, everybody knows mm. what that means. Everybody yeah. knows what that means. Bring in yes. the light. Yes. And yes. the light comes. And he says, mm. do not hold back. Mm. Do not mm. hold back. The Bible talks about that God is not pleased in anyone who shrinks back. Mm. When you put your hand on the plow and look back, are not fit for service so mm. this time we have started first thing second mm. enlarge the place of your tent and stretch out your curtains three mm. do not hold back mm. yeah right now it's very difficult you know I've, i've noticed that even going into into a store it's like they hear someone cough everyone wants to <laughs> 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 you know, they duck the cough <laughs> 
get me out of here. Oh you my know? god. And and for yeah. some, you are the only conduit that that those people have that will represent God to them. If you hold back and say no, mm-hmm. maybe if I go and speak to them, they, and usually the excuse would be that maybe they are the ones who are scared, but you do not know. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's a there's a friend of mine who was just talking to me two days ago. She said that she went to a store and she she found this guy and he was saying she asked him uh, what his name was and he said, oh, my name is James. And then she said, wow, James, that's a that's a book in the Bible, and he did not know. Really? Wow. Tell me about this, James. There's a book in the Bible, James. When when she said that, I said, "Oh my God, that <laughs> is right for the gospel." He doesn't know. Tell him about Jesus. Mm. Do not hold back. Look mm. at every opportunity. God is going to keep you. He has kept mm. you so far. Come on, He's going to keep you. Mm. Don't be afraid. Just reach mm. out. Mm. And and you know you're right when you when you say don't be afraid. Most of this holding back is rooted in a spirit of fear, and uh, you know because the the what COVID has done is it's made people very paranoid. You know, people's trust has been tempered with because mm. of all these theories that went out there, and people were locked down, and their mindset their mindsets shifted from you know getting out there to actually keeping in holding back and That's and true. you know we know that the bible says god has not given us a spirit of fear but of love of of power and of a sound mind so it's very important to understand that this is a weapon that the enemy wants to use to cripple us as believers to stop us from going out there so he gives us this um extraordinary fear to think that whatever we try to do is going to to know to violate the new normal and yes. and that's what's keeping us like confined in in all oh, we want to encroach on people's privacy or oh, we want to do this but all that if you look at it very closely is rooted in fear the reason why you don't want to invite your neighbors for fellowship in the name of we don't want to you know <laughs> cross the line is yes. simply because you feel that they will reject the message you feel like you are unprepared to share the message of the gospel so we have now used um this uh fear of transmitting covid or whatever it is you know to hide ourselves uh to hide our unpreparedness our <laughs> lack of being equipped properly equipped to bring the gospel to people so we give excuses like we don't want to you know break the government law we don't want to all that is is fine you know we are encouraged in the bible to uphold and you know the laws of the land to obey the laws of the land but even when we have a window to put on a mask and go to our neighbor's house to share Christ we won't do that and and that now has become like an excuse to say i can't do this because there are rules against it and and the enemy is thriving on that and keeping us confined thinking that we are obeying the law but actually we are overlooking the opportunities that are within the law you know you can be told okay you need to social social distance for example during the covid uh, pandemic the peak of the covid pandemic 
but we kept away completely. We could stand on one side of the road and our neighbor is on the other side and we could talk. Mm. But we couldn't do that because we were so overwhelmed with fear and it's become like a culture of fear where even what is normal now is actually feared. And so what we are saying here is that, you know, when you're enlarging and you're not holding back from enlarging, there will be some discomfort that you will experience yes. because you will be stretching yourself. So you'll be going beyond what is comfortable to you. You'll be going beyond the excuses that you've given. You know, you'll be going beyond the confinement that you have adopted as the new normal. And you will be breaking forth to become that effective believer that steps out and becomes that woman on point that births things, that gives forth fruit. And God is demanding fruit from us. And we need to position ourselves in a way that we increase our capacity because when we stretch, that's exactly what we are doing. We are increasing our capacity. If we were not able to hold certain things, God is saying stretch mm-hmm. and begin to create room for what he is about to do through you. Yes. So kick fear out. You know, God has not given you that spirit of fear. It is the devil that gives yes, us the spirit of fear. That is true. That Very reminds cool. me of when you talked about you have to stretch. If mm. The best example is a pregnant woman. I mean, mm. there, there is no way that baby is going to grow in the same size body that she had mm. when, the, when the seed was deposited. You yeah. have to stretch. There is stretching. There is changing diet. There is um, movement, changing sleeping habits. There's, there's mm. changing so many things. And the other things that used to be comfortable are not comfortable anymore. There are yeah. smells. They have so many mm. things to do. The woman will never be the same. So that is true about the fact that once you, once you get seed, once mm. you get seed within you, everything is going to change the stretch begins and when the stretch begins you have to yield to it yield to the stretch and do not hold back because that which is going to be born out of you has to be whole that it has to be whole why because when it is whole then you will multiply because you will multiply not multiply dysfunction you will multiply wholeness and yeah. when it comes to pat, you don't don't protect it. Let mm. it let it spread. I just um. learned a few days ago about about seed. That seed mm. is treated brutally. You know, earlier on I was talking about woman and nature mm. being woman. So mm. seed, when deposited in nature, it is brutally treated. It is trampled on by wild animals. It's chewed by wild animals, and it is it is it is let out on the other side, and it grows but the seed is broken up for it to be able to produce just like what happened to jesus jesus was equated to a seed that was buried in the ground the seed has to die if it is going to uh, produce because if it does not die it abides alone but when it dies and it will bring forth fruit the Mm -hmm. tree that will grow out of that seed will produce so much fruit and Mm. that fruit will be full of so much seed that the Mm. whole place will be dominated by that. So you need to be able to enlarge the Mm. place of your Mm. tent and Mm. stretch forth the curtains and not hold back. Mm. Do not hold back. 
And the next one is to lengthen your cords mm. and strengthen your stakes. Lengthen oh. your cords. What are cords? Cords, the Bible talks about that they are cords that abound. You know, three strand cord, no one can break it. Mm. And the three strands cord, one of those strands is God. So mm. the relationships that you have are mm. a seed. So the relationships that you have, you have to work at it. You have to allow yourself to stretch in those relationships. You have to uh, lengthen the cords, not just the people that are close to you, like family. You need to reach out to those that are away from you, far away from you. Yeah. You need to and strengthen your stakes in those relationships. I have mm. just discovered that relationships are so expensive to maintain. Oh, yes. They are so <laughs> expensive to maintain. You have to work at it. It's mm. not just going to come on a platter like that and then mm. people are just going to be there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, fine. We love her. No, mm. you have to work at it. You have to put yeah. in your part of it. Mm. You have to lengthen your cord. You cannot mm. just be yes. doing mm. what is around you here, yeah. which is comfortable. You have to reach out and lengthen your cord. And it's messy. It's mm. messy. Relationships are messy. But oh, God yeah. does not give us a way out. He mm. says a strand, a cord of three strands cannot be broken. You have mm. to have relationships with yeah. other people. He also says that you cannot say you love God if you hate your neighbor, then you're alive. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. You have no choice. You have no choice but to get along with people. And and you know, God God always flows through relationships. You know, we are the body of Christ here on earth. And so if you are watching me, you know, you're watching me today with my guest and you're saying, hey, relationships are hard work. Yes, they were <laughs> yeah. meant to be hard work. Because if you think about a body and we are likened to a body, it's hard work to look after the body. Yes. You know, you have to brush your teeth, you have to comb your hair, you have to wash your body, you have to go for medical checkups. You have to do all these things to look after the body. So if you think of each other as parts of the body, mm-hmm. it is hard work to look after the body of Christ. Yes. And so for you to stay intact and fully functional as part of the body of Christ, you need to make sure that the other parts of the body are fully functioning and they are whole and healthy. So it's very important to understand that relationships demand that we make an investment. It is an investment. Yes. If you don't put in much, you won't get much out of it. That's right. Whatever you're willing to invest in a relationship is the return that you will get back. Yes. Uh, the relationship that signifies the the relationship between Christ and the church is is the marriage relationship, and that's a, a relationship that is very important in mm-hmm. in a couple's life. You know, next to your relationship with God, it's your relationship with your spouse. So you need to make sure that much as you invest in your relationship with God, invest in your relationship with your spouse. You know, marriage doesn't just work on its own. It takes you investing time, investing love, investing patience, investing forgiveness, investing all those things that provide grace to the other person to fully give back into the relationship. So relationships require investment. Yes, like you are talking about investment. Investment, you cannot invest if you don't have seed. Mm. 
Mm. You need yeah. to be able yeah. to put seed. What is your seed? Is mm. your part what you're saying that mm. which you want to reap out of it? Mm. You have to have stretch yourself. Stretch. Yeah. You have mm. to be able to invest. You have to be able to put in. And you mm. say, okay, what is it that I'm going to put in? The Bible says it's God who gives the sower seed. Mm. To, mm. to plant so you yeah. go to god and say my lord help me what is it that i am to sow help me how do i know how to get this meanwhile yeah. when you are doing that you are stretching the mm-hmm. place of your tent mm. because now yeah. the lord most high is going to come and reside with you and show you this other aspect of you that is that is limited the barrenness that mm. is there and mm. he will come and fill it up so that you can have enough seed to plant and when you plant that mm. seed and invest into that relationship invest into many relationships you have mm. dominion That's can you right. see that the dominion yeah. comes forth yeah. and how does that dominion come forth? you look at look, look at the scripture we're looking at it says for you will spread abroad to the right and to the left and your mm. offspring will possess the nation mm. and will people the desolate cities mm. your offspring will your offspring we are not talking just yeah. about biological children your mm. offspring that which you invest yeah. in relationships your offspring mm. that which you invest in a business your offspring that which you invest in the things the knowledge that you have your career that because mm-hmm. usually you just go to work just because you've been to college and now okay now i have a job and you see that now you just go nine to five come back home nine to five come back home you don't even get into that space you need to be able to invest back into your career look at mm-hmm. what you are not doing look at because mm-hmm. usually there is so much that you have learned at school that actually is not employed in the workplace and yeah. you need to be able to look around you what is not happening in this workplace what is mm-hmm. they, instead of sitting back to start complaining oh they want us to do this and they want us to do it yeah. we haven't even provided abcd and they're mm-hmm. expecting us to bring a little no 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 no, no. what <laughs> are you what you see lacking stretch mm. read find out mm. how can this work in this environment there's so much information out there there's so much free information out there come on go there invest get as much seed as you can and come and plant stretch yourself stretch to the extent that you have dominion at the end of the day when you invest like that they will not be able to do without you They mm. want you to be there. Why? Mm. Because you know the stuff. You are the one who's bringing the company forward to a better place. And why not? That is promotion. That is thriving. And when mm. you thrive, you are going to be lifted to the next level. You are Come going on. to prosper to the next level. Remember the mm. words we were talking about. You will flourish. You will grow. You will develop. Mm. You will prosper. Yes. You will bloom. You will progress for crying out loud. You will do well. Yes. Because of being able to stretch, get mm. the information needed, and invest. Mm. Wow. Where you are so that you begin to grow, you subdue. Wow. You know which with God said that subdue in, in Genesis. He said subdue the mm. earth. But when Jesus came, he said authority in heaven, on earth, and in the underworld. We already have the earth that is mm. the birds and the fish and the land. Now in mm. heaven, we have heaven for crying out mm. loud usually i i i had i was involved in a conversation once 
with a prayer team and where it, it had to do with uh, uh, spiritual warfare. Mm. Uh, that that's a, that's a sticky situation, right? A sticky conversation <laughs> to have. But um, they were so focusing on naming household demons and all that and I was telling them look the bible is very clear it says principalities powers and wicked rulers of wickedness and in high places that is what we wrestle with not people not flesh yeah. and blood so yeah. but they were explaining the things that happen with flesh and blood but then I, I looked at it and I said wait a minute we have authority we are kings in heaven yeah. on earth and in the underworld looking yeah. at heaven when you, mm. when you see heaven with John's description or Daniel's description, there, mm. is, there is a throne of God. And yeah. on the right hand of God is Jesus. And you mm -hmm. want to also think that where is the throne of the Holy Spirit? Because it's three in one, right? But you don't see a throne there. There's just the throne of the Holy One, the most Holy mm. One. And, mm. he's, and Jesus on the right hand side of the Father. Where's the Holy Spirit? But they are one God, right? Mm. Holy Spirit is in you, is in mm. me. Yeah. We are the third throne. Mm. So look at that. When we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus and the Lord Most High, we are there with Him because the Holy Spirit resides in us. We are that throne. Yes. So if Happy we are that so. throne, mm. come on. Mm. What principality mm. is going to stand? None. Mm. So it is. It has to do with the mind, renewing mm. of the mind for us yeah. to be able to understand we are kings, not mm. only on this earth. Because of Jesus Christ, we are kings in heaven. We yes. are kings of the earth. We are kings mm. in the underworld. And mm. the the way that spirits are spoken about in in elevating their power, they have mm. no power apart from that which we give them with our power. Yeah. Yeah. So if we Come refuse on. to exalt yeah. evil mm. in our mouth, we mm -hmm. will be able to step into this place and declare it uh -huh. and it shall be mm -hmm. established for us because oh, yes. we are kings. Mm -hmm. We have moved. We are the ones who are creating now. Creating mm -hmm. what? Creating with the word of God. Speaking life into situations. Speaking oh, life yes. into people. Raising mm -hmm. the dead. Casting out demons. With mm. our words, we are creating, we are taking our place as kings in the earth because wow. we are kings and wow. we walk among kings. Mm. And it's time to start thinking of you as a king, as a Amen. king and a priest in this earth yes. and thrive. Yes. Take on, dominion. Mm. with kings. There mm. is no backwardness with kings. There is Come nothing, on. even if the king's mm. prince, child, is slow to learn they mm -hmm. bring in people from all over to come and teach that child until that child reaches a stature a, a place where they can wield authority by what mm -hmm. they know and what they speak yeah praise the lord wow so now let's go back sing enlarge mm -hmm. stretch out do not hold back. Lengthen and strengthen your stakes and have dominion. Mm. Because that is our heritage. That is who we are to thrive. 
on mm. point. What mm. point? The word. The word mm. is the point. The mm. word is the point. It says on point. Mm. The, 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 the description of on point is you being able to harness everything together. Let me read it. To lead, to take a lead role in an operation or to be ready for action. Can you can you trace out how a conversation has been? Mm. For you to be able to take a lead role in anything, invest in it. You will take a lead role. You will be king in that situation. For you to be ready for action, you need to know where you're going. Stretch. Get information, get knowledge, do something, do what you're supposed to be doing. And the only way for you to go forward, we have been made to have dominion. We say, what is to have dominion? That's just the right to govern. We are governing. We have sovereign control over the earth and the heavens and under the earth. We have uh authority with answered prayer we have authority within the mm. of vision and mission and the mandates we mm. have authority and we need to renew our minds and think like that function mm. like that in every situation you look at it and say um that's too low for me yeah i, I, I cannot mm. no, 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 that's too low for me if you if you notice i'm saying i'm a king I'm not saying I'm a queen. I'm not a queen. I'm a king. Why? Because a queen has derivative power. She is queen because of the king. Mm-hmm. But Jesus made us kings and priests. Come on. We do not have derivative power because of another human being. We have been given this position by Christ Jesus to take and have dominion. He said he made the male and female. Mm. And 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 he he told them to have dominion. So mm. if he made the male and female and told them to have dominion, he made them kings in this place mm. to mm. have dominion. And when that was lost, Jesus came back and gave it back to us with a bonus. So wow, what do we do? We become resilient. Mm. We are going to lead. You have to be resilient. What is to be resilient? Is to be capable of withstanding shock without mm-hmm. permanent deformation. Capable of withstanding shock, tending to recover from or adjust easily to misfortune or change. So, can you see where it is all coming from? Mm-hmm. The world has gone through misfortune. The world has gone through change. The world has gone through deformation. Deformation. Mm. But you have to be resilient if you're going to have dominion. You have to be resilient if you're mm. going to rule. You have to be resilient if you're going to expand and mm. thrive in this day and hour. Mm. You have to be capable to withstand shock. Mm. You can only do that when you sing, sing the word of God. Because the mm. word is like a double-edged sword that pierces mm. through bone, uh, separates bone and marrow, pierces through, mm. separating soul and spirit. The word of God will give you that capability to withstand shock. Because when you see it, you say, but the word says. Amen. The word 
says amen and you will be able to sail through so be mm. resilient for you to mm. be able to thrive mm. resourceful be able to meet solutions situations capable of devising ways and means you cannot be capable of devising ways and means if you don't research you have to make a decision to do something about situations you must do something you must have the ability to find quick and clever ways to overcome difficulties yeah. in this day and age you don't have time on your hand you have mm. to quickly find a clever way to make things work mm. you will thrive you have to be resourceful and you have to be resilient once you know what the word of god is once you know where you are going once you know what principles have to be applied for you to be able to function once you know that you have to be resolute and to be resolute is is a firm decision to do something mm -hmm. so if you make a firm decision to do something come on you will thrive you will be on point you will be able to bring yourself to this place where you have dominion the right mm. to govern in every sphere any sphere that is before you you will govern and you will be recognized as king in that place and wow. when you are king you will now have the the strength and the authority to be more fruitful and mm. multiply replenishing yeah. that which you mm. have started with hallelujah wow <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh wow wow course of action that that is determined or decided on you will rule you will be the voice that in ecclesiastes which says that the voice of the king the word of the king is supreme and who may say to him what are you doing no one because you are the king you determine where things are going you have yeah. the dominion mm. it is time mm. don't just sit back and think oh wow. no, the wealth yes. of the, the wealth of the world will it's be transferred fine. to the righteous and, and you sit and do nothing doing nothing won't cost you anything and you will That's not bring right. anything doing yeah nothing, you're not investing yeah mm. you will be kept mm. in a vague and foggy position and yeah mm. nothing mm. will come to mm. you nothing will wow. come easy. you wow. have to stand up and do your due diligence be able yeah. to come and take on the thing is we are fighting from victory this has already been given to us mm -hmm. we just need to assert ourselves and say oh mm -hmm. wait a minute this yeah. is mine mm -hmm. and you have to show yourself approved before God and before men that yeah. it is yours and you cannot reach yeah. there if you don't study studying yeah. the word of God is a discipline that is difficult but you can harness mm. you can mm. do it oh yes yes you can yeah. prayer prayer is a place where you now come to know have a relationship with God when you get to know God in certain aspects and instances which doesn't come out so easy in the word because the word the word is only illumined to those that are searching for it mm. otherwise to everybody else the word is just a history book mm. the word is mm. just a history book it's just principles and mm. and you know what 
principles will work. They will work for those that apply them because the principles are looking for someone who is going to function in what is required. And when you apply that principle you give, it will be given to you. Whether you acknowledge God or not, it will be given to you. But the thing is, when you acknowledge God, that's where the thriving is. Because you become a king. When just following principle for you, yes, it will be just the result of that thing. But you will Mm -hmm. never reign in that thing if you do not know the one who made that thing. Ah, I love it. I love it. You know, it's it's about mastering um, your domain, you know, mastering your domain. And when you are set up as a king, you need to understand the level of authority that you carry. Mm-hmm. In order for you to exercise that authority as a king, you need to understand what is at your disposal. Okay. You need to understand what is already under you you know a king never strives to 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 win the favor of the people they are already king they are ruling they are not begging for people to to make them king they are already ruling we need to understand we need to understand that we are already in charge and so we just need to begin to function because you see, you can be a king and you're in charge just on paper. People know you are a king. But what are you doing in the kingdom? What are you doing in the domain of influence that God has given you? He has set you up as a king. And so you can't be complaining about things that kings do not complain about. You know, we have to understand that we have access to things of the kingdom, the things of the palace you know, are at our disposal. The authority is at our disposal. And there are certain things that we 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 just need to declare. We declare in the spirit that they are so because it's already established, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in God that it is done. And so we need, I think, a revelation of who we are. Otherwise, we can never thrive and become women on point. If we don't understand who we are, we won't know how much uh, seed we are carrying. Mm -hmm. We won't even know where to deposit it. You know, because environment matters. You know, if if you don't understand the capacity of your seed, you won't know which environment to put it in. But what Reverend Pauline was telling us today and has, has really elaborated so well is that we need to be people that search out the truth. What does the Bible say about the seed that I carry? Mm -hmm. It is unique. You can't just place it in any environment. Mm -hmm. You need to ask God, where am I going to deposit this seed so that it can bring forth that flourishing and and that thriving that it's meant to bring, uh, you know, among the people that I'm called to serve. I just love this wisdom conversation. I just love it. And I love how you've brought forth the, you know, being the seed, you know, carrying the seed as a woman, whether you're male or female, you carry the seed. So you are a woman. You you have a womb that incubates and gives birth. And that's what, you know, whether it's a spiritual womb, it's it's a natural womb, you are a woman by virtue of birthing. 
and yes. carrying that seed that you bring forth um, into the earth. I have loved this conversation, but I want us, uh, Rise and Thrive family, to just take a moment before uh, I bring back Reverend Pauline to wrap up for us. I want us to take a moment and worship God. Uh, Reverend Pauline is such a powerful worship minister. In fact, my first encounters with her in, in my young years were uh, watching her minister in worship at big, big, big conferences uh, in Lusaka, in, on the Copper Belt in Kitwe. In Zambia, we knew her as a worshiper. And I am just so glad that she can bless us on this forum uh, with worship. So we'll just tune into worship. Uh, don't go away. Engage into worship. You know, look in with that God. Look in with Jesus, the one that has given us authority, you know, to become that woman on point. So let us just worship as she comes on and ministers in a song speak the name and we're talking about the name of jesus and this is a song by corin holthon the atmosphere is changing nothing stays the same of the name. The Spirit is moving, burning like a flame, healing the broken by the one we proclaim. Raise it up, fill the sky, change will
wow, wow, wow. What a powerful, powerful song. Speak the name. Speak the name of Jesus. Let's keep speaking that name, the name above all names, until the whole earth is filled with his name. And we know that there's power in the name of Jesus, you know. And so today I just want to thank you, Reverend Pauline Musonda, for coming on Rise and Thrive and being such a blessing, being such a wealth of wisdom. My goodness, your depth of understanding of scriptures is just phenomenal. And uh, you're not called Reverend for nothing. It's not just a title you picked up from somewhere. You know, you earned it, you are schooled in the word. And so um, thank you also for just being willing to minister to us in worship. I know that's a very dominant gift of yours. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, to wrap up our conversation today, I just want you to say the final words uh, to our Rise and Thrive family who have, I know, thoroughly enjoyed uh, this conversation. And um, I know they'll be inboxing me and saying, we want Reverend Pauline to come back. So your final words to the Rise and Thrive family, you know, on this topic of the thriving woman on point. One of you will be wondering, what, what, how do I start this? How do I even start singing? How do I uh, start from where do I start from? But my answer to you is that uh, when you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that he was sent by God and he was raised from the dead, you will be saved from whichever situation is plaguing you. And you need to just humble yourself and come before God. He will take you from there because all of us have a different place. We have a different journey and all of us have gone through different experiences. But God knows us at that place and he will lift each one of you and place you in the place where you ought to be resilient, resolute and resourceful so that that which is within you will produce fruit for you to multiply and have dominion. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much, Rev. Uh, at this point, I'll just ask you to pray for our Rise and Thrive family that we will not be shortchanged, you know. We will not be deceived to take a lower place than the kingship that has been freely you know, given to us as children of God, that you pray for someone out there who is doubting the seed that they carry. Someone out there who is wallowing in, in the things of the past that are holding them back from enlarging and stretching. Pray for our Rise and Thrive family and anyone that's watching today uh, that they would find themselves in that right position as a thriving woman on point. Amen. Father, we want to thank you and give you praise for your word. We thank you, Almighty God, for having revealed yourself, Almighty God, for us to understand and to have wisdom and in all our getting to get understanding. Father, we thank you, O oh Lord God. I am praying for the Thrive family, Almighty God, that, Lord, they will be able to see what you have in store for them, that they will have the strength, Almighty God, and the resilience to stand in the situation that they have seen around them to 
know that God Almighty, you have opened the door for them. To know that Lord, you have lifted them up to that place. Mighty God, I am praying for those that feel timid, Almighty Father, to reach out or to stand up and be who they should be. I am praying for strength, Mighty God. I am praying for peace for those that have a turmoil in their mind that they don't know what to start with, where to hold, what to do, who to speak to. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that Lord, you will visit them with peace, the peace that surpasses understanding that will bring them forth to a place where they will know where to start from, where they will know that they will be resolute in that which you reveal to them and for them to be able to be resourceful. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for you to open their eyes, flood their eyes with understanding, flood their eyes with the light of wisdom that comes from knowing you, Almighty God, and fearing you. For Lord God, your word says that fear of Lord is the beginning of wisdom and yes. knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Father, we mm -hmm. pray in the name of Jesus that Lord, we will know you at the place yes, where Father. we are to know you, Lord God. That mm -hmm. Father, when we know you, we will embrace that place so that yes, we will Lord. know exactly what to do, when to do, how to do, yes. what to reach out to, Almighty Father, so that we can thrive, so that we can thrive and we can dominate and be kings, the kings who we ought to be, the kings that you have revealed to us today, Lord God. We praise you and we honor you, O Master, because Lord, it is your love that has given us, O Lord, this revelation, and we pray in the name of Jesus that God will be guarded. Let this revelation be guarded so that we will grow into it and thrive. Father, thank you for thriving. Thank you for progress. Thank you for development. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for life, 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 progress, Almighty God, so that indeed we will rise above what has been the status quo, Almighty God, so far and declare the kingdom of God has come in our midst. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Oh, thank you once again uh, for coming uh, to bless us, Reverend Pauline Musonda. My pleasure. And, uh, I, I just love you. I just love thank you. you. I, I love you too. <laughs> I love your poise. I love your worship. I just love how God has gifted you and how you are using those gifts that God has given you to enlarge. <laughs> and to you know impact the kingdom of god so thank you for making time i know you're a busy woman so thank you for making time this brings us to the end of this week's episode of our wisdom conversation here on rise and thrive so join me again next week as i come on with some more wisdom and then another guest in a fortnight to bring us wisdom on this wisdom conversation so from me and reverend pauline it's goodbye and we will see you next time god see bless you. god bless Thank you for listening to today's episode of Rise and Thrive. I hope it has been of help to you. Feel free to share it with your friends, family, and colleagues. Until next time, it's goodbye.